You're what the French call les incompetents. What? Sadly, the wonderful Italian glue that holds us all together, Dan, is not here tonight, but we're still hoping to deliver up our, you know, typical mix of that political punk-related rock that you have all come to know and love. How are you doing, Mike? I'm pretty good. Mike is snickering at my wonderful monologue banter. So is Jeff. Jeff is still here from the last hour here at Radio Waterloo. So I'm gonna. I'll start off with a set. Uh, it's it's super it's super out of character for what I usually play. So I came across I came across Conscious Youth this week. Uh, they play dub. I think they're related somehow to Black Star Dub Collective, and they put out a release. I, I hope it was recently. I'm not really sure. Uh, but, it, I mean, I found it this week on the internet. Anyway, they put out a release in solidarity with the Free West Papua campaign, which is something that I didn't know about before, and maybe lots of other people don't know about it either, because they also have a short film called The Secret War in Asia. And um, so I'll read, they have a blurb here on their website. It says, the people of West Papua have been suffering under Indonesian occupation since 1963. Over 500,000 civilians have been killed and thousands more have been raped, tortured, and imprisoned. Foreign media and human rights groups are banned from operating in West Papua, so people rarely hear about the situation there. The Free West Papua campaign is bringing the story to the world and campaigning for freedom and justice in West Papua to end the violence of the last 50 years. So I say this is a little bit uh, inhabitual, uncharacteristic, whatever that word is, of me because it's, I'm going to play a little bit of a dub set, which is like so out of my element because nothing I do is ever chill, but this set kind of is. <laughs> so we're going to start with, um, we're going to start with Conscious Youth, Bird of Paradise here on Rebel Time Radio.
clicking voice Don't move on your feet Get out into the street This is a bus game The unattended bag In the corridor Looking in the sand But we're all unsure This is a bus game
revolution Vampire better run Vampire, vampire Blood soaking vampire Feeding on the poor The rich grow wire Vampire, vampire Feeding on the poor But the burning fire Welcome back to Rebel Time Radio. You just heard Black Star Dub Collective with Vampire. The Selector was before that in their song Bomb Scare. And then Collective Youth with their song Bird of Paradise, which, as I mentioned before, is part of a fundraiser solidarity effort with the Free West Papua campaign. And you can find out about them, more about that, at freewestpapua.org. And that's that for me, Mike. What's up? Uh, not a lot. Let's just get some more music going here on Rebel Time Radio. Uh, up next, we've got a song by The Damned called Nasty here on Rebel Time. Yeah. 
to Rebel Time Radio on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo and you were just listening to the Dead Kennedys Halloween before that was the Epoxies with Robot Man, the Cramps Surfing Dead and start this off with the Damned uh, their song Nasty and so this song has a story I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about it yeah um I mean, you know, all pretty much all songs have a story, but this one has a relevant story. It does. Uh, in case you missed it, yesterday was Halloween. Uh, the one time of year when I don't feel too bad about spending all my time binging on horror movies. Um, and yeah, uh, story behind the song, uh, Nasty by uh, The Damned. Uh, it, it was originally written for an episode of the incredibly goofy uh, British sitcom, The Young Ones. 
uh, where a couple of the characters uh, rent a uh, video player, a, a brand new for the time, uh, I think 1984 video player, and get together to watch a video nasty, and, uh, which the song was written for. Um, and for, for those who don't know, uh, video nasty is a term uh, that refers to a list of 78 banned horror, or 78 horror films that were banned by the British government in uh, 1970s and 1980s. Um, after home media uh, started to become a thing, so like the ability to rent or buy a film and watch it by yourself uh, at home. Uh, the future. I know. The, the bold, brave new world future of 1984. <laughs> um, at, at, at the time, no, I think that was a different book. 1984 was a different <laughs> book. <laughs> um, at, at the time, uh, films that were going into the theaters had uh, rating systems for them. So, like in, in Canada, we in Canada we have like uh, G, PG, thirteen, uh, R, eighteen plus, NC seventeen, whatever. Uh, but at the time, those rating systems didn't exist for home media films. Um, so in Britain, there was this kind of hilarious moral panic where, because films didn't have a rating system for them, where if somebody who's like 16 years old... Think of the children! <laughs> yeah, somebody who's like 16 year, years old showed up to a uh, theater and wanted to watch something like Cannibal Holocaust or uh, The Driller Killer, um, they would get turned away at the door because, of course... Um, where if you went into a shop and rented one of these films, there was nothing the owner could really do to not allow somebody to watch one of these movies. So, yeah, it's moral panic of, like, think of the children, what are our kids watching? So the British government had this idea where they would just outright ban 78 of these films, which they called the Video Nasties. Who came uh, up with that title? <laughs> I feel nasty thinking about this list. Yeah, it really sounds like something that it isn't, even though, like, I I've seen a pretty significant number of the films on the list, and it it's it's the kind of thing where, like, yeah, I, I if I were a parent in the 80s, I probably wouldn't want my kid, my, like, 15-year-old kid watching I Spit on Your Grave. Um, if anybody's familiar with that film, you know exactly why. Um... But this, like, state censorship campaign was kind of hilarious in a lot of ways, uh, in part because of how poorly it was implemented. They would have uh, government agents going into these independent video rental stores, um, going through their inventory, and would go to the owner and say, you have this number of uh, banned films on the video Nazis list, not tell them what the films were and then tell them that they're going to shut down the shop if they don't remove the offending films from their inventory. Um, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Um, I, I guess not for the people that owned the uh, shops at the time or the independent. Hopefully people even at the time could kind of recognize the absurdity of it. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, half the shit that the government tries to implement either gets abandoned or actively dismantled within the next four years anyway so oh yeah which is exactly what happened with video video nasty's list uh there's actually a pretty worthwhile documentary out there um i think it's just called video nasty um look it up it shouldn't be too difficult to find uh yeah i don't know you're, you're just, uh, 
It's a really vague thing to look for on the internet. Yeah, if you look up the term video nasty um, and you don't have safe search on Google, <laughs> you might find something unintentional. Uh, maybe not look for that work. Um, Sick. So yeah, um, I'll play some music and maybe when we come back, Mike can give us a little bit of a horror movie monologue. He's been thinking a lot about horror movies. I mean, he always can, can is, but tell? as we mentioned, uh, um, Halloween is a very special time to uh, be socially welcoming and obsessed with horror movies. So yeah, let's do some more music and then we'll come right on back to that. So this one here is going to be Dillinger 4 with Define Learning Disorder here on Rebel Time Radio. Sick. The last pick, 
with your high and mighty errand Your actions speak so loud I can't hear a word you're saying Hey sister, bleeding hard with all of your compassion Your labors do the hurt but can't assuage temptation Science with your perfect rules of measure Can you improve this place with the data that you gather? Hey Mother Mercy, can your lungs be improved forever? Is your fecundity a travel or a treasure? Welcome back to Rebel Time Radio. Um, Mike's been thinking about horror movies, and apparently I've been thinking about school, even though I am not in school, because, you know, half of those half of those songs I just played were uh, somehow related to the idea of education, such as, well, I mean, Bad Religion, I Want to Conquer the World. Obviously, you use your education for good, and you conquer the shit out of the world. Before that, it was not half bad with I'm only here to read which is usually my experience in life and then I had closet monster with higher education started that set off with Dillinger 4's define learning disorder and before we switch gears one like stupid comment I want to make about being here in the studio and like the variety of music we play and um, the variety of quality that, of music that we play in terms of recording value is always awesome because going between songs that are really nicely mastered and then some of the, some of the ones on the, on the heavier DIY scale and just uh, hearing the production value change is just really funny and awesome. So that's that. Yep. Yep. What you got, Mike? You have any words? Um, you were going to talk about movies. I, I was going to make going. you talk about movies. You don't want it's, to? It's that time of year, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I'm like most times of the year. I <laughs> usually spend a lot of time in October <laughs> thinking about horror movies because it's the thing to do. Tis the season. Um, and as, as with a lot of things, I like to think about how they relate to punk rock, which if you really think about it, the two aren't all that different. I mean... 
like we just said with the mastering quality there's there's a lot of good stuff out there there's a lot of trash out there um sometimes some of that trash still has really heavy cult following exactly um some of it has a lot of deep political meaning some of it's just there to fuck shit up um and so yeah was, uh, on my way here thinking about just different horror movies with um very political uh agendas behind them um I mean, one of the more obvious ones out there would be something like uh, John Carpenter's They Live, where you literally have um, aliens from another planet who have infiltrated the Western elite and are using consumerism and advertising and capitalism to keep the human populations docile while they pollute the world um, with uh, carbon dioxide and greenhouse gases to heat the place up and make the air more dense so it more closely um, uh, matches their yeah, home planet. Yeah, or... ma- matches the environment of their home planet so they can take over the world. Um, meanwhile, you have more uh, subtle films like, uh, well, I wouldn't really call Texas Chainsaw Master <laughs> subtle. subtle. But there, there is a lot that can be read into there about how the um, experience that the characters have going to the house where the cannibal murder chainsaw family lives um their experience very closely mirrors the experience of uh animals working their way through a slaughterhouse um which is a which is especially apparent if you pay close attention the first uh 15 minutes um one that i was thinking of particularly um a film from uh, 2008 called pontypool um directed by bruce mcdonald um where a zombie type virus infects the English language and um, uh, sort of ruins the main character's ability to use their own language to communicate with each other and survive Um, which I thought was a really interesting sort of inversion of how um, the English language has sort of literally been used as a virus to infest and take over various indigenous cultures and um, societies around the world by Western powers. Um, I mean, once you destroy somebody's ability to use their own language, you destroy their ability to communicate with each other in the way that they're most used to. Um, and you destroy a lot of the messages that come from the expression of that language. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, the, so, yeah, in, in the movie, which um, takes place almost entirely in a radio station uh, in, in the basement of a church in small town Ontario, a town actually called Pontypool, which if you drive through it, you kind of think, is, is this town big enough to have a radio station in it? Um, it's not the size of Pontypool, it's the size of Pontypool and the surrounding area. Who gets the... Anyway. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the core of the area. Um, yeah, you have these characters who are robbed of their language and, and at the same time dealing with the um, sort of monsters that have been, um, th- th- that have had their language and culture taken over by the virus that's in the language. And not sure where else I was going with that. It's a really, really fun movie if you like horror films or like really, really reading into shit. And you do. And I do. It's also Canadian, which is fun. Yeah, I 
I do appreciate the Canadian things. I don't know how I should feel about that as as someone who uh, who associates a little bit with uh, with anarchism. It's like, ah, oh, Canadian. I like that we did this. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff that I don't like that we did, but anyway, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a big, like, CanCon stickler here on the radio show. Cool. Well, thanks, Mike. You want to you wanna lead into some tunes? Maybe even the last tunes of our evening? Sounds good to me. I'm uh, going to play a song by DOA here, uh, Bring Out Your Dead on Rebel Time Radio.
Listening to the tail end of this episode of Rebel Time Radio on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. Uh, that last track was Jello Biafra in the Guantanamo School of Medicine with Werewolves of Wall Street. Start that set off with DOA Bring Out Your Dead. Uh, I've got about enough time for one more song before uh, Mr. K and my audio face comes on. The song is going to be a band from uh, Vancouver called Spectres. The song Stazzy here on Rebel Time Radio. Mm-hmm. 